The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled, he shall be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. Mark Twain once said, When I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant I could hardly stand to have that old man around. But when I got to be 21, I was astonished at how much the old man had learned in seven years. <laughs> As a great man once told me, you can never tell someone you love them enough. We hear so prophetically in the first reading, God sets a father and honor over his children, a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. When he prays, he is heard. Whoever reveres his father will have a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be consider of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will never be forgotten. Over this last week, I've been praying uh, with this reading, and um, it's such a beautiful, rich reading, because all of us can experience this uh, being a child and, and having to obey our parents, and then one day having to take care of our parents. And as I was praying with this, there was a, a, a memory of, of a former parishioner of mine from my last parish that I remembered so vividly. He would bring his parents to Mass every single Saturday. So Saturday to the, to the evening Mass, the Vigil Mass, um, he would bring his parents with their walkers all the way up to the very front pew and sit them down and get them all ready and sit with them. And, um, you know, I was just so very moved by that. So I, I called Greg up on the phone and I said, Hey, Greg, i got to tell you, I've been praying about you all week and thinking thinking about you and um, just wanted to see how your parents were doing. And, you know, so he went on to tell me just, you know, how rough it's been lately. And I said, okay, are you in the mood for a homework assignment? 
And he said, well, Father, you know I can never say no to you. And I said, well, here's your homework assignment. I want you to pray with the first reading, and I want you to write about what it's like for you to take care of your parents. Because I haven't had to do that yet. I don't understand what that's like. So this was a Friday afternoon. Greg was supposed to go out Friday night and go see a movie. You know what he did Friday night? He stayed home. He prayed with this reading, and he wrote this reflection. And it's beautiful. So I'm going to share this with you as a, a part of my homily about what it means to take care of your parents when they are old. I am my father's son. Watching my parents grow old for the, was, makes for the hardest moments of my life that I have faced to date. It is such a contrast to the family memories of my youth and of the family my wife and I are raising today. Remembering my early family events puts smiles to my mouth and a few tears behind my eyes, more so than I want. My earliest memories of my dad are going to 8 a.m. Mass every Sunday morning. We were ushers at that Mass, greeting the people and seating them, taking up the collection, releasing each pew to go to the communion rail in front of the altar to receive Holy Communion, and handing out the bulletins after Mass. My mother and four sisters would go to a later Mass because we only had two small bathrooms for the seven of us. During the Mass, Dad and I would sit in the very back of church. Dad would give me his rosary to occupy me, when during, to occupy me during the readings or during the homily. I would pretend the rosary was a semi, and I was driving it up and down these hills. I also played with my dad's leather gloves. I very vividly recall just how large those gloves were. Both of my hands would fit into one glove with plenty of room to spare, and I wondered if my hands would get that large. Now, by the way, Greg Need, who's the son, I just want to tell you, is about this tall, and uh, he's huge. Um, he's, a, he's a landscaper, um, just a, a huge, enormous figure. My mother, was tough-as-nails type of person, like Betty Davis or Barbara Stanwyck. I had to look her up. I had no idea who she was. But apparently, she could be a tough lady. Full of love, but do as I, do as I say or else. I confess, I have grown to admire that quality in people today. Oh, by the way, my mom and dad are 100% Polish. Good stock, as I like to call it. My mom did all the raising of us because dad owned the family business, and I was always... And he was always at work, and I am the last of five kids. By just how many years, I'm not allowed to say to you. She wanted the best for us, as I saw it. And I say that because there were five of us, and I'm sure that each one of us has a different story and a different side of it. Together, my parents made me who I am today. And I will never be able to thank them enough or repay them. Mom was a great cook. She would make great meals for all of us when the whole family was at home. And it was just, when it was just Dad and myself, we never had a cold lunch. I never thought about that until my wife brought it to my attention after one great hot meal with candles lit. Dad, Dad started the garden center back in the early 50s. He was never home. Mom ran the show and she took all the responsibility for raising me. When I did have problems, I would go to my dad and I would tell him what was on my mind. And I would get what was one of the most famous one-liners. Now, just so you know, Mr. Need always had great one-liners. So these are a, a litany of some of his best one-liners. Tomorrow is another day. It will all work out in the end. Love many, trust few, always paddle your own canoe. 
if it's not one, if it's not one thing, it's another. Now, when you're going through te- when you're going through these teenage problems and asking your parents was, and uh, getting back answers like this is not very helpful. And I can say now, my father was one of the greatest persons in my life, and looking back, I can see that he was wise. In fact, he let me do, for the most part, whatever I wanted to do within reason, knowing and trusting that I would learn from it. And if I didn't learn from it, he would be there to help me. No one can tell you how hot a fire is. Dad would also make wise recommendations and let me experience it for myself. Together, my mom and dad made me who I am today. I can never thank them enough, or do enough, or repay them enough for their unwavering love and support. Okay, so now that the background has been set, today is a much, very much different story. The first hard moment when I, when, what was about five or ten years ago when Dad and I were talking, and I noticed that he was looking at me and listening to me. My God, I thought, that was a first. Who's getting older here? Taking away his driving privileges was another painful moment in time for all of us. I had, dif- I had difficulty understanding what was happening to our father. This guy with the big hands that I was always wondering if, if my hands would be like his. By the way, Greg Need's hands are huge. And Mr. Need, now, who I've only known as being this tall, has shrunken. I remember one instance when I was helping him to find legal he was looking for earlier in the day. Later out, I found out that this was the first stage of Louis Bodie dementia. Life is starting to get painful and the changes are coming. My wife is in the medical field, and she is letting me know just what's up. And it continues to get worse, and I know that the worst is yet to come. About two years ago, Dad started to shuffle his feet, so he lessened the chance of his falling. This past year, Dad now uses a walker with Christmas bells on it. Those two sounds have made me cry more than you will ever know unless you've been there to see it. I or we could never understand when, when, moms and dad, when we were your moms and dad's young children that only in time, only in time, would we come to understand. I have saved my, best fa- my father's best one-liner for last, and here it is. It is, old too soon, smart too late. It's a truly painful one to realize. As you can tell, I've spent more time with dad now than my mom. I run the family business. He runs Needs uh, Needs Farm, and I try to spend as much time at home with my family. I also love our Lord, our God, and try to spend as much time as I can at church, and I can never thank him enough for all the talents that he has bestowed upon me. I know that I can never repay my parents for loving me through the growing up years and through all the times that I let them down. They never stopped calling me their son. Mom has now lost the ability to talk so we don't know what she is saying. We try to use a dry erase board and try to understand her, but that's almost becoming a lost cause. Mom weighs 97 pounds, and my dad, the rock, who used to weigh 220, is down to 159. One day I put my hand on dad's back to support him, and I could not count high enough to count all the number of bones that I could feel on his back. I take mom and dad to church every Saturday and consider it an honor for all that they have given to me. They still love each other and always tell us to take care of your mother first. It hurts every day to see them get old, but it feels so great to give them something back. 
Looking back at it now through the eyes of a 56-year-old person, it hurts the most when I can never say enough, thank you, or just how much I love you. Old too soon, smart too late. You know, on this Feast of the Holy Family, we celebrate what a blessing um, it is, not only to be born into this world. You know, when we're born, we need to be held and loved and cared for and we're dependent. But also when we get older, there comes a time when we too, once again, need to be held and cared for and become dependent. But the truth is, between being born and dying, there's, there's not really this paradox because we need that throughout our entire lives. We need to be cared for. We need to be loved. We need to be held. And we're more dependent than we think. And maybe you're experiencing now this with your, your, your parents. I see so many of you that bring your elderly parents to Mass. I know many of you are, are caring for them right now as they're dying. Um, I know we have such a wonderful homebound ministry in this parish. We have so many people that go out to our homebound and, and bring them communion. And I know we have people that, that take people and bring them here to Mass. The truth is, though it's painful and difficult to take care of people when they're aging, it's a beautiful privilege. It, it's, it's, it's a wonderful honor. And just like we heard from, from you know, Mark Twain and from Greg, we often don't realize it until we get older. We take for granted those, those younger years when we were kind of rebellious, and now in our older years, we have the time and the opportunity to love and to take care of our parents. So I just want to end with that repetition of the first reading. God sets a father in honor over his children, a mother's authority he confirms over her son. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will never be forgotten. Old too soon, smart too late.